CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Read the Chicago Reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago. Culture, food, arts and entertainment, weekly concert listings, weekly event listings, the environment, travel. I can continue, but you get the point. And for all of you Chicago political junkies, raw weekly columns on real city politics from Maya Dukmasova and our very own Ben Jarofsky. The Chicago Reader, free to the public in newsstands throughout the city and online at chicagoreader.com. Read it now and be a more informed Chicagoan. All right, let's do the back half here. We do have one story to discuss, but first... What do you say we do a little Chicago Bulls trivia, huh, Ben? Uh, I'm very nervous. Okay. Well, you uh, the should last be. time we did this, you know, it was very complicated and convoluted. And, uh, but yeah, it's kind of a to... shit show, but listen, all right? Jim and I, we, we've been talking here, and we've been planning it out, and we got something okay. planned here. Uh, for those who weren't aware, by the way, our host, Ben Jarofsky, loves <laughs> the National Basketball Association team from Chicago, the Chicago Bulls. Also, for those who weren't aware, you must be new. Welcome to the Ben Jarofsky Show. Uh, he never shuts up about the Bulls. Okay, uh, let's move on here. <laughs> Myself and Jim, live stream chat lister Jim, what's up, dude? We've been loosely planning, and oh, I mean loosely planning, a new segment here on the show, one where Jim sends us a voicemail asking Ben a question about the Bulls, and then Jim sends me the answer via email. By the way, nice work today, Jim. Up top, my man. All right. <laughs> and we see if Ben knows the answer. Ben, go ahead and take a shot here for good luck. Let's make sure you get this. Game. Okay, you bricked it. Never mind. Right. <laughs> move on. Uh, Jim, feel free to send in uh, uh, your prediction for the I'm accumulating all, everybody's predictions for how many games the Bulls will win this year. Dennis is the low. Dennis is so far the low. And I haven't figured out what the prize will be, uh, but there'll be some kind of prize, you know. Maybe a blue Mustang. Coogan, do you have more of those bobbleheads, please? <laughs> yeah, we'll get a bobblehead from Jim Coogan. Uh, it'll be some kind of prize. Don't know what it is yet. But a lot of people are weighing in. I've gotten a, oh, quite boy. a few predictions. Okay. I, and you are still the lowest number, D. Right. Just saying. That. I believe you're on the new computer screen. The prize? I don't know. I'm having a tough time. I don't know how the hell we're going to come up with a prize. And the prize may be a pat in the back and a hearty handshake. Okay. So. Well, speaking of Pat, Segway Master, uh, Pat. Uh, has t-shirts Bendrovsky show t-shirts for us we need he lives near you we got to set up a time for it to go pick could be up. a Bendrovsky show t-shirt prize uh you know we could do that we could definitely do this yes. all right let's get to jim's question here his chicago right. bulls trivia question uh, i have the voicemail here uh if you want to jump on board and send ben to uh chicago bulls trivia question <laughs> feel free 708-658-4788 after or before the show please when it rings, I don't know how to shut it off. It's embarrassing. Okay, let's move on. Uh, here is today's question from Jim. Jim, he was he followed us uh, during the radio days, the WCU later phase. And, uh, you know, he's made it to the podcast, and we're so thankful of that. All right, let's get to Jim's question here. Here we go. Hello, Ben and Dennis. It's Jim from My Stream Calling. One Bulls trivia question for Ben. 
when the Bulls traded Clifford Ray for Nate Thurman back in 1974, what was the team they made the trade with? The name of the team they traded Clifford Ray to. And a clue of that, uh, Joe Bryant became the first uh, draft pick, first-round draft pick that the Bulls threw in there. Joe Bryant, who was Kobe Bryant's dad, interestingly. It's just a little clue. I'm sure Ben knows it. Okay, thanks again, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Take care. Jim, that was awesome. Great job, my man. Great job. All yes. right. So, Ben, do you have right, an answer for Jim's yes. trivia? Oh, my God. I remember the trade. 1974. I love Clifford Ray. Clifford the Buell Ray. Great center. Tough as hell. A lot of heart. Uh, and I was so excited when they made the trade. It was like mixed, torn, torn between two lovers. Because Nate Thurman was like a legitimate star center for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, that was the team, the Golden State Warriors. And um, it didn't work out for my beloved Bulls. Uh, the Golden State Warriors were victorious. They won the championship in 1975. And uh, my beloved Bulls lost to the Warriors. They were up three games to one, Dennis. Three games to one. All they needed was one more win, and they would close it out. But no, they lost three in a row, including a, including a heartbreaker at the Chicago Stadium a Mother's Day. I'm still weeping over it. So the team was the Golden State Warriors, Al Adels, Rick Barry, uh, and Clifford Ray. Uh, it's just some of the players on that team. And uh, Keith Wilkes, who would, was a rookie on that team, as you know, Dennis, uh, and uh, later changed his name to Jamal Wilkes. So anyway, Golden State Warriors. All right, his answer is Golden State Warriors. And, you know, even though every millennial just tuned out, let's... <laughs> Let's just give the answer. Uh, uh, Ben's answer was the Golden State Warriors. Ben Jarofsky. That's correct. (laughs) Nice work, my man. That was correct. Uh, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it was a tough tough series for me. I still haven't quite got over it, Dean. It was only, uh, let me do the math, 45 years ago. All right, guys, what a weirdo. He loves the Bulls so much, even from the 70s. Uh, And that was, Jim, nice work, my man. We made that work there. And that was Chicago Bulls trivia on the Ben Jarofsky show. That was awesome. All right, we have news about the Chicago Transit Authority, a.k.a. the CTA. The following comes from Ben's beloved bright one, the Chicago Sun-Times and Stefano Esposito. The headline reads, CTA takes significant step towards securing funding for red line extension. Uh. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Oh. No, this story, I didn't know where you were going, but yeah, this uh, story. Yeah. You don't have oh, a camera, yeah. so I thought you like stubbed your toe or something. Okay. All right. Uh, the article reads here, the Chicago Transit Authority's planned red line extension has made a, quote, significant step towards securing about a billion dollars in federal funds. This is from the transit agency on Monday. Uh, Without the Federal Transportation Administration's preliminary approval of the CTA's plans, the project likely would have hit a dead end. But officials said train service on the 5.6-mile extension, if the federal money is approved, is set to begin in 2029, three years later than originally planned, and about two years uh, before uh, – well, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Uh, the earlier date was a preliminary – I was going to say the before COVID-20 
arise. But anyway, uh, the earlier date was a preliminary estimate and based on, quote, limited information. Uh, the CTA now has two years to complete the next phase, which includes finalizing the project's environmental impact statement and drawing up preliminary engineering documents. Ben Jarofsky, your thoughts? Folks, man, and people wonder why I'm so jaded and cynical and skeptical. And I wasn't this way when I first moved to Chicago. When I first moved to Chicago back in 1981, I was just an innocent young man from Evanston, Illinois. And I just believe when people said they were going to do something, they were really going to do it. And when I when people said that they believed in things like justice and fairness and equality, they really believed it. You know, I just was the innocent little guy that loved the Bulls. That's all I was. 1981, I moved to Chicago. And why do I talk about what I, the way I was when I moved to Chicago? Because I've been hearing about extending the red line from the moment I moved to Chicago. The red line right now ends at 95th Street. Uh, so the notion is if you extend the red line all the way to the border of Chicago and its southern suburbs, you'll meet the transportation needs of a lot of people in a lot of neighborhoods that have been unmet, their need, transportation needs for all these years. You can help spur economic development in neighborhoods that need it the most. It makes a lot of sense. Now, let me just point this out. This is the south side of Chicago. It's predominantly a black area. This is something else I learned when I moved to Chicago. Oh my God, wait a minute. They don't treat black people like they treat white people? No, 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 wait a minute. Because I was young and naive. I didn't know what, you know, I was really naive and innocent. And I thought, well, everybody respects Martin Luther King. You know, we have a, uh, well, it wasn't a holiday yet, but Stevie Wonder was pushing to get a holiday for Martin Luther King. Well, of course, you've got train service that takes care of the north side. You got train service that takes care of the Northwest side. You got train service that all around the loop. The city cannot possibly be so prejudiced and biased against black people that you wouldn't have train service for the far South side, particularly since it made so much sense. I mean, you have the service, People can get to the jobs downtown. There was jobs booming in the suburbs. So if you have train service to the south side, it'd be that much easier for folks on the south side, the far south side, to get to the loop where they can catch trains and buses that would get them to the jobs in the suburbs. It's a win-win for everyone. And every year, folks, there'll be south siders agitating, demanding that the city sign on to uh, the extension of the red line. And every year, the CTA would kick it further down the road. And all the dumb transportation projects that the CTA wasted money on while not taking care of the red line, they dug a hole. I'm not making this up, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people you voted for. I hate to ruin your day and reminding you that you voted for Richard M. Daley and all those aldermen including you, 44th Ward Alderman, uh, 44th Ward residents who vote for Tommy Tunney year after year. They took a, they just dug a hole in downtown Chicago for a train <laughs> service that would provide high-speed rail to O'Hare and Midway, something no one in Chicago needs. 
They spent, I think, $250 million. Don't quote me on that. Maybe more, probably more. Digging a hole under Block 37 in downtown Chicago to take care of the transportation needs of people who don't live in Chicago. They would literally dig a hole just of worthless, useless hole in downtown Chicago then take care of the transportation needs of thousands and thousands of residents on the far south side of Chicago. And people in Chicago are so jaded. My dear friend, Mark Sims, comes on this show. I remember him going, Ben, why even bother? Remember having that discussion with Mark Sims. Ben, why even bother anymore? Most of the people have left the south side of Chicago. So it won't even help the people that were looking forward, demanding it back in the 80s and 90s. That's how Chicagoans are so jaded and so cynical about the forget it just don't bother anymore but now they're talking about it they, they'll do anything now here comes the part of the show where i throw my dear friend ken davis and dave glowatz under the bus it's a good metaphor to use d for talking about transportation they will build a flyover at belmont <laughs> gotta have that flyover at belmont mayor rob he had this thing i want to fly over at belmont I want to, I, that's what we need, a flyover. They will turn that thing into some kind of George Jetson contraption that my beloved friends, Ken Davis and uh, Dave Gallat, say we really, really need. They will do that before they will extend the red line to 130th Street. You know, the city doesn't end at 95th Street. Uh-oh, Northsiders are like, whoa. Wait a minute. You mean the city goes further south than Pilsen? Didn't know that. So, D, yeah, the CTA will do just about anything before they'll take care of the needs of folks who live on the far south side. And that was my welcome to Chicago moment. Like, wow. This world's not the sweet, little, beautiful, innocent place that I thought it was. It's run by bigots and racists and bullies. <laughs> People who would rather dig a hole in downtown Chicago than take care of the far south side. So, D, I don't know. They have two years to get it off. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They still got two years to get it off the ground. I don't know either. But, hey, listen, Ken Davis, Dave Glowatz. <laughs> <sighs> Hurts me to do this here, but... <sighs> Get your ass under that bus, would you? <laughs> no, come on, man. They love Dave Claude's loves the flyover. Ben, the flyover's really good. <laughs> Ken loves it too. I don't know. Jay Maria. So uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, we're going to have to bring Ken Davis back to have the great flyover debate. Go ahead. And Dave. speaking of, Jay Marie asked, when is uh, Glowatz coming back for the city council uh, update? Or I'm sorry, Mr. City Council. Yes, uh, he is Mr. City Council. He will be back January 5th. I cannot wait. So much has gone down. And I know he'll collect all the great uh, bits, you know, uh, exchanges. That's really become one of my favorite segments. Dave Goetz comes on and we just break down the city council uh, and all the fireworks. Oh, there's uh, Byron Sixto Lopez, his exchange with Lori Lightfoot. So there's a lot to go through. Uh, and so Dave Goetz will be here. With, I think it's the first Tuesday we get back. Uh, from um, the break. And uh, yep, looking forward to that. Ah, the new year. Can't wait. And finally, before we wrap it up here, the end of the year is here. And well, let's be honest, it was god awful. That's correct. <laughs> god. 
Tons of bad news, but in a weird way, that means good news for this podcast because we have one hell of a 2020 end of the year countdown special planned for you. <laughs> Coming soon on the Ben Jarofsky show, Popcorn Gate, Madigan Gate, Haircut Gate, and more. It's the 10 gates of Illinois hell. A Ben Jarofsky show year in countdown special. So I made a list. I checked it twice. That's actually a lie. I checked it once. And well, actually, that's also a lie. I just started the list during our interview with Jim Coogan. But right now, I have nine major Chicago and or Illinois stories that we have discussed on the Ben Jarofsky show in the year 2020. And, you know, maybe it's a crutch, but each story, coincidentally, we have added the word gate (laughs) to the end of it. (laughs) Maybe a 2021 resolution. I don't know. But this year was awful, like really bad. So join us as we witness it. Go down in flames. Bring it 2021. It's the Ben Jarofsky shows 10 (laughs) gates of Illinois hell, a 2020 year in countdown special. Like I said, I got nine stories. Ben and I will probably brainstorm and come up with one more. But if you got any uh, stories that need to be on this list, Chicago and or Illinois only weigh in on the live stream chat. If you're listening, send us an email, Benny J show at gmail.com. Social media at Benny J Show, B E N N Y, the letter J Show. Uh, reach out to us and let us know what stories you would like to hear in our 10 Gates of Illinois Hell, a 2020 year in review special. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we're going to be recording uh, stories five or 10 through 5 uh, this week. And Ben, when did we decide we were going to do that again? I don't know. I think we did uh, come up with the decision on that one. And I think, you know what? Uh, that was a great bit, by the way. We hadn't, I didn't know you were going to do that. It was really good. Uh, I think we should just call uh, 2020, 2020 gate. Just the whole year is a gate. 2020 gate. <laughs> well, we'll so, have a, we'll have a, we'll have a pre-show meeting about that tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we'll have a pre-show. We, that's, that was really good. I uh, probably, uh, Wednesday, I guess. Yeah, we'll do it Wednesday. Tomorrow, okay. Yeah, Wednesday. And uh, so I'll get I'll get ten through five uh, going here. And uh, what the hell? I say since the live stream chat has been with us every single day here on the Ben Jarofsky show with our local news, I say we do a live we live stream it as well. What do you say about that? Whoa, man, get out the bond. Uh, (laughs) I'm up for that. That's that's uh, yeah, uh, that's no net. But who needs a net? You know what I mean, dude. We do it every day. Uh, yeah, so we go net every day, and every day we go. Oh, we'll edit that out for the podcast, and then I learned that it gets edited out. <laughs> All right, so that is what we'll do here. Once again, the 10 Gates of Illinois Hell, a 2020 year in review from the Ben Jarofsky Show. Weigh in. Okay, oh, we got Speakeasy Gate. Kathy's weighing in with Speakeasy Gate. Cinnamon Roll Speakeasy. That's, of course, Uh on the list. Uh, So we're going to be doing that, and we hope all of you will join us. Once again, we're going to live stream that, and it will be available for download at the Chicago Reader website and wherever else you download your favorite podcasts. That's correct. Oh my God. I don't know if that'll make the list, but that <laughs> mayor's, the mayor's uh, doing their little presentation about stay home. Don't go uh, meet with your family for Thanksgiving. 
That could be a candidate. I, I think it could. I think it definitely uh, could be a candidate. I don't know. I'm going to have to go to the drawing board here and uh, really think about bad that. Bad acting gate. Uh, this is the, the right thing to do, even when it's a hard thing to do. Of course, I'll give your love to, to Amy and Viv and Hank. All right. Love you, Mom. We'll talk on Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Dramatic pause. <sighs> ah. Man, I love that sigh. Amy's in uh, the mail. <laughs> and yes, Jay Marie, way to bring it up. Uh, she says, I remember Ben got fired during one of these countdowns. Yes, <laughs> we were in the middle of a countdown and Ben got fired. Uh, we call that Firegate. <laughs> yeah, story number six, Ben gets fired and that was it. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? 